in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. Did anybody hear the fart my husband just let loose before he walked out the door? He said, excuse me, so it must not stink. (laughs) This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Are you ready? Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. Welcome back. Episode 45. Season 2 is coming to a close. Holy fuck. I had no idea there would be more than one season or even 10 episodes of this. So thank you guys for sticking it out with me. And thank you for all the correspondence that I get. And just thank you. And give me some ideas for what you want to hear for season three. This week, I am going to talk about uh, BDSM safety. Now, if you've listened to my podcast at all, you know that I am not a BDSM expert by any means. I have so many things to learn in that area. However, I got a fantastic email from a fantastic listener. So I'm going to share just a glazed over kind of version of this article that I found. Uh, I believe it's titled How to Stay Out of Trouble. I mean, that seems logical, right? Nobody wants to be in trouble. But first, housekeeping. Haven't done that in a while. I, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that I was struggling a little bit with some shit that happened at a thing we were at, a school bus thing we were at, whatever. Um, And why would we be at a school bus thing? Well, let's dip into Christine's camping podcast real quick. We live in our camper and it's old. And we love him, but 
we would like to build a school bus and live in that. So we have been doing recon for about two years now on how to build a bus and what type of bus to buy and all of those things. So we were in the upper peninsula of Michigan and we were at this thing. And yeah, so we brought back some good tidbits, some hard feelings and some ants. So the camper now has ants. That's been fun. Let's get back on topic. I received an email from a listener and I just wanted to say thank you. You know who you are. This is a big part of why I value you. All of you who listen to my podcast or take the time out of your day to to listen to my podcast because it's almost as though I have built friendships with so many of you and Yes, while we do talk about kinky things and female-led relationships or pegging, cock cages, all of those things, the responses that I've gotten from me struggling with parenting a little bit, it's a totally different side of my life. It's not kink-related. And this email specifically really made my day. And it really made me feel much better. So... Z, thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you for your kind words. And honestly, it really did make me feel much better. And you have so many valid points that sometimes I think I forget. So thank you. You rock. And I genuinely appreciate you listening. And I genuinely appreciate you taking the time to send me that email. That really made me feel much better. So thank you. All right. There is another email that I got from somebody who listens to me in Germany. And it was regarding the episode that I did or some episodes that I've done on cuckolding. And uh, it was just kind of a thank you for making it evident as to why a lot of people enjoy cuckolding or one-sided open relationships, if that makes sense. This listener is 30 years old, married to a wonderful woman who's 28 and knows that he cannot satisfy her in bed and that they talk openly about the shortcomings. And this is how they began to entertain the idea of cuckolding or, you know, her regularly sleeping with someone else. And this is the part of the email that I really liked. Although this idea excites my kinky brain immensely, it's not the main motivation for me. I love that because I think so many people don't realize that cuckolding has so much more to it than just the kinky seeing your wife or girlfriend sleep with another person. It's so much deeper than that. And he goes on to say the main motivation, as it is for my husband, he believes, which is very true, is his love for her. He wants to see her happy and have good orgasms and receive the things he can't provide her. We're at the campground as a side note, so you will probably hear some golf carts or chit-chatting or whatever, but it's not bad editing on my subby's part. It's entirely just noise that can't be avoided, and I wanted to get this done. So. 
at the end of it, he says that uh, my podcast helped him helped him to fully understand that he wants to see his beautiful wife as happy as possible. That's it. And the my, one of my favorite parts that made me literally laugh out loud was at the end says, keep up the great work or keep up the good work. It's your fucking podcast, by the way. I loved that. I literally laughed out loud. So thank you, my friend from Germany. And thank you for listening. And I hope you continue to listen. And don't hesitate to let me know if there's something you want to hear me talk about. I'm more than happy to discuss topics. Now, I think that wraps up housekeeping. So this is an article it's avoiding legal issues while practicing BDSM. We'll put a link in the show notes. I actually know how to do it now. I could do it if I really wanted to, but I like to delegate that to my overworked subby. It is from the BDSM Training Academy. Unleash your kinky desires. This is not legal advice. These are only opinions. This is not the holy grail, nor is anything that I say. It's all opinions. It talks about avoiding legal issues while practicing BDSM. Um, Is BDSM legal? Obviously it is if you're above the age of 18 or the legal age where you live um, and are consenting adults. What I liked about this article is it kind of touches on, you know, never exceed the limits that you've agreed upon before you started playing I think a big thing with BDSM that maybe people don't realize is that, and I think I've talked about this, and again, I am no expert at BDSM. I'm still learning every day. But much like a female-led relationship, BDSM is very mental. And I think the first time that you do any, like a BDSM scene or participate in any type of BDSM, I think that if you're not prepared, because I think it takes you to a whole different place mentally. It's like a whole different space in your brain that maybe isn't somewhere you visit frequently, if that makes sense. And I think that the after effects, you know, we've talked about sub drop, dom drop, all of those things. Uh, I think that's absolutely something you need to be prepared for or know how to handle prior to doing anything with BDSM. Now, much like a female-led relationship, you I would say starting out with any type of BDSM play, you start out slow. I think you have to be with somebody that you truly trust because you don't want a dominant that's going to push you outside your comfort level and they don't even know you. I mean, even with, like, even if my subby and I were to try out something more hardcore than maybe what we do currently, which is not a lot, but I know him very well. He knows me very well. I still don't think that I would push outside of our boundaries, even though I know him that well. I think we would, I think there needs to be a ton of communication on where you're at emotionally, because I think emotions can change so quickly in the middle of a BDSM scene. I think that they can go from, oh, this feels amazing to Maybe it's a trigger for something that happened when you were younger and it can go down real quick. And I think if you are with somebody new or this is something new that you're trying out 
and maybe you don't know the person as well as somebody if you were in a relationship with them, I think you need to be very careful because it does talk about authorities being called in. And I mean, this could lead to a bad situation. I don't legally, I don't know how any of that would work, but um, you want to make sure all BDSM play is safe, sane, and consensual. This article does also talk about bringing your BDSM play bringing your BDSM play out into public. I don't know that I would ever recommend that. Um, maybe I know like uh, the owners of the campground we are at currently do hotel takeovers. Um, maybe if you are in a space that allows for that or offers the freedom to do that, I. I mean, obviously, we practice our female-led relationship out in public, but I don't know that it's quite as recognizable as, I mean, for example, this article uses, if you have a slave walking around naked in public, they can certainly get in trouble for that, whether they consented or not. Uh, I think common sense is something that comes into play here, obviously. If you're not allowed to be nude in public, you shouldn't be nude in public. Again, I think that all just relies on common sense. But I do think this is a good article. And I mean, I wouldn't whip my subby in public, but I have whipped him in the public pavilion at this campground. That's a good example. Putting your BDSM in writing. You need to have a clear note of consent. Um, somewhere. You need to have that somewhere. So that if the person doesn't enjoy their experience, they can't come back on you with legal recourse. I don't recall ever hearing a situation like that. I'm sure it's happened or this article wouldn't exist. I think you just, again, have to have some common sense. And if you're playing with somebody new, really have a, well, like the clear note of consent and maybe kind of a verbal or even written agreement of what this is going to consist of. It does say on here, please note a letter of consent is not a legal document, therefore is not a get out of jail card free, get out of jail free card. And then there's another handling people who don't understand. And it looks like this article was written by Mistress Sophia. I think this is a great article. My best recommendation for anybody who wants to dip their toes into BDSM, whether in a female-led relationship or not, I would say make sure that the person, you're comfortable with the person that you're going to be participating in this activity with. Make sure, like she said, that you have your written consent somewhere that you are consenting and what is going to take place during the session. And I, it says this in this article too, is don't veer off of what was set forth prior, even if it feels like the submissive maybe is ready for it or sticking to what was agreed to prior to playing, even if the mood seems to have taken the session somewhere else. Uh, if this is somebody that's new to BDSM, I don't know if I would recommend that. You don't know what their triggers are or if it could turn into a traumatic experience to them because something you did triggered something. I mean, your body holds a lot of trauma or your body can hold on to past traumatic experiences and something that this dominant does that was not agreed upon 
earlier or to before the session started could trigger something that could send this whole session into a very bad place for both parties involved or however many parties are involved. I think with BDSM play in general, you really have to know yourself. Any type of BDSM play, you want to make sure that you are trusting of the person that you're doing this with. And I think if I remember correctly, somewhere in my show notes, it was an episode with Dr. B. He had a whole questionnaire that he had his submissives fill out. That's a fantastic idea. You really then get to know what the submissive is about. I mean, provided the submissive is honest, but I think his questionnaire is very well written. And I think there's a ton of questions on there. It really gives you a good idea of what to ask a submissive if you're thinking about participating in a BDSM playtime or a BDSM situation of dominant and submissive. And again, if there's anybody listening to this, I mean, I know Dr. B knows his shit, but if there's anybody listening to this that has feedback on what I'm saying, I mean, I could be way off base. I just thought that this article would be helpful and if people wanted to check it out, because I guess I never really think about the fact that any of this could end up being something where you could legally get, like where you could get in trouble. There could be charges filed. That thought had never really crossed my mind until I received this email from this listener. And I'm like, hmm, and maybe I'm just naive again. I'm familiar with my female-led relationship. I'm familiar with the basics of BDSM. I'm familiar with chastity. And I'm familiar with, you know, some things. But my experience is, yes, I've been living a female-led relationship for a lot of years. But there are so many things in this world that I don't even have the fucking slightest clue what it's all about. And I'm absolutely interested in learning. So. If I'm massacring something here and somebody who's more familiar with BDSM play or if I said something totally fucked up or wrong, let me know. I mean, this is just my opinion looking at it from the outside and going off of this article. I guess I had never really given the consequences of BDSM play a whole lot of thought as far as legal ramifications. I've, I've always... I mean, this, if you've listened to any of my past podcasts, that is a big part of what holds me back with practicing more BDSM play with my submissive because I have this inner struggle, which gets a little bit better every day, but I have this inner struggle like I don't want to hurt him because I love him and he does so much for me. I don't want to hurt him. And I have to, I'm working on reprogramming my brain to, I'm not hurting him. This is something that he wants and he enjoys. And it's like a stress reliever. So, that's a whole situation or power struggle or mind struggle in my head that I have that I'm working out myself. So anyway, so just to recap a little bit, this article talks about is BDSM legal and to put your BDSM in writing and handling people who don't understand. Now, on the handling people who don't understand, there's always going to be people in the world that don't understand anything outside of a traditional relationship. And that's fine. If that's how they choose to live their life, that's fine. I am of the set of people that I may not want to live the lifestyle that you live, 
but I want to know all about it. If you're willing to share, like, tell me all the things I want to know, you know, what it is about it that you enjoy or, you know, I don't, I I just want to learn. I want to learn about all the things. And I know, I know what I'm interested in. I know what I enjoy, but I'm sure there's things out there that I would enjoy that I don't even know about yet. So as far as handling people that don't understand, and she says it well, for the most part, people who, for the most part, those people will not ask you anything about your sex life. So they're not going to cause you any trouble. They might hint at things that you do, but since they're going to be too embarrassed to say anything, they can't cause much trouble. You know, that's a tricky, that's a tricky part to about anything lifestyle, the stigma attached to anything outside of a traditional relationship is if people weren't made to feel embarrassed for asking these questions or if people weren't embarrassed to ask the questions and get the information or not be judgmental and ask the questions and learn, it might be a whole different world. I mean, like I just said, I would love to learn about other people's dynamics or things that other people do that is different than what I do, but I'm not going to judge you. If it makes you happy, more power to you. If it, I don't know, I just, if it's outside of the normal, if it's outside of the normal, some people really get stuck on that. Like, and this podcast is, you know, I think I have a lot of, I I mean, I have the best listeners ever. I honestly mean that. But I think there's a lot of people that maybe listen to my podcast or watch my TikToks, but don't interact or don't comment or don't ask questions because they don't want anybody else to know that they're listening to my podcast or that they're watching my YouTube video or whatever the case may be, because there is such a stigma attached to these types of relationships that they don't want anybody to find out that they might be interested in it. And I understand the need to be discreet. I mean, it took me a long time to get to the point where I was like, okay, I can talk about my relationship in the open. And it doesn't really bother me when people say negative things or, you know, we've had many episodes of shit that I get on TikTok of how I'm going to hell and I'm fucked in the head and whatever. It's kind of getting to a point where that part doesn't bother me when it comes to my relationship. I'm confident because I'm happy and I know that my relationship is healthy. But it took me a long time to get to this point and I totally understand where people maybe have questions and don't want to ask because they don't want anybody else to know because of all the judgment. And if there are people like that listening to my podcast, please feel free to discreetly email me if you need to or ask questions. There's never any judgment on my part. And I love talking to you guys. I love when I get emails. It really makes my day. And even just like I got an Instagram message when I did last week's podcast about my kid and, you know, the other parent and whatever. And this person just said, you know, it it was really nice to hear that life comes first sometimes. And it absolutely does. It absolutely does. And kids, my kids always come first. I have good kids. Well, I mean, 
I think I have good kids. Apparently people in the Upper Peninsula don't agree, but that's neither here nor there. Family always comes first for us as well. Our kids will always come first. But we've we've gotten our female-led relationship to a point where our kids can still come first. But like last week, I just wasn't in the headspace. And I don't know if maybe that's carrying over a little bit this week. And I'm working. I don't know. You just get into a funk sometimes and you just, things kind of fall off for a little bit and then they come back. It's like an ebb and a flow. But just knowing that somebody else could relate to what I was going through or, you know, or somebody, maybe somebody found that episode helpful just to prove even further to the point that a female-led relationship, a BDSM relationship, any, any type of relationship out there has its ebbs and flows. It's not always whips and chains and handcuffs. I hope if you are interested in this article, check it out. It is a pretty interesting article, especially if you do participate in BDSM. And I don't participate in it a ton, but I understand. I mean, it was easy for me to understand. And I think it's a great article and I wanted to share it with you. And I appreciate the listener that shared it with me. If you want to check it out, it will be in the show notes. And I appreciate each and every one of you. I think the last episode of season two is going to be the infamous table talk episode that we keep talking about that we did with our neighbors. I think that's going to be the last episode for this season. If anybody has any suggestions of what they would like to hear in season three, I have a bunch of people that I want to interview and have on the podcast that I think you will very much enjoy. I think we're going to try and do TikTok lives too. If anybody here is on my TikTok, I think my subby and I are going to try and get into more TikTok lives regularly where people can get on there and ask questions or be mean to me, whatever they choose to do. I'm good either way. I'll answer the questions. Those are all things that we have in mind for season three. Would love your feedback. I hope you all have a fantastic week. I genuinely appreciate each and every one of you. I love you all. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Chat soon. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR consulting via messages and video, and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby, full and sample erotic audios, and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other.